It was a very scary feeling because I remember being conflicted inside because I felt like, wow, I really want to be grounded and I want to feel like I have a platform and a foundation underneath me. Yet at the same time, I also know that I have to leave and I know I have to take this leap of faith and wow. Welcome back to season two of the Personal Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Vitoni, and I am so happy that you're back. It's been a long time. I've been thinking about this podcast quite honestly, like every day of my life, just thinking about all of the things I want to share with you and the people I want to bring on and just being in this new city and this new office. It just makes me excited for all of the conversations that I will be sharing with you this season. And I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Your time is valuable and it's precious. And for you to be listening to me in your ear right now is a gift. And I just want to honor that. So what can you expect this season? Well, first of all, lots more episodes. Now that we have this awesome podcasting station set up in my office, you can expect way more episodes to be released. Second, I want to bring in a lot of local Bostonians to sit with me on the podcast. I want to be able to interview more people, share more stories of what it means to be an entrepreneur in this day and age, what it means to build a business, what it means to have courage and to take leaps of faith. So you'll be hearing much more on that front. And then also, of course, how to build a brand how to build a brand and get paid for who you are and not just what you do. That is what you will find in this season of the Personal Branding Podcast. So much more episodes, more stories, more insight, knowledge, pearls of wisdom. I'm so excited to have you here. We are just getting started. You know, I'll tell you from my perspective, and if you've ever recorded a podcast episode or created content in this form before, you know that there's a lot of pressure that you feel when you get started because you want to say the right thing and you want to sound eloquent and you want to sound inspiring and profound, or at least I do. (laughs) But there's a lot of power in letting that go and just speaking from the heart and saying what you mean and how you feel as you feel it. And so that's what I am committing to do right now. So I think a good place to start is the beginning. Um, When I think about the natural starting point, I think of leaving Oakland and kind of going through the, the process of saying goodbye to my old life. Um, most of you who are with me right now have seen or have heard the story. If you're new here, I used to live in the Bay area. I used to live in Oakland and, you know, one, summer, you know, of course, during the height of the pandemic, all of us were pretty much having to come to terms with the way that our lives were and what currently worked and what currently served us and what didn't work and what didn't serve us. I think all of us struggled with that. And for me, I was, you know, coming up on my lease was about to renew and I just was kind of feeling like, you know, I just don't think that I am meant to be here. And the scariest part about it was I just didn't know what I was supposed to do or where I was supposed to go, but I knew that I couldn't renew the lease. And I grappled with that all summer, really going back and forth with what I was going to do. And I remember waking up one morning 
and looking at my mom and telling her, mom, I think I am going to put my stuff in storage and be mobile for a while. And I didn't know where I was going to live. I just kind of had this really strong urge that it was time to move on. It was time to leave. And it was a very scary feeling because I remember being conflicted inside because I felt like, wow, I really want to be grounded and I want to feel like I have a platform and a foundation underneath me. Yet at the same time, I also know that I have to leave and I know I have to take this leap of faith. And wow, it was very, very hard to follow my inner knowing and to follow my intuition because it was really asking me to leap into the unknown. And I couldn't even tell anyone why, right? It was just like, this is how I feel and I have to do it and I have to honor it. So I did it. I put my stuff in storage. I purged a lot of my belongings. I got rid of like 60% of my closet. And I decided this is what I was going to do. And I remember it was like October 4th. I packed up my car. Oh, I could cry thinking about it right now. And I got in my car and drove to uh, my friend Rachel's house. The day I moved out of my apartment and I had to sleep over at her house with her and Becky and with Aaron Jasper and I remember I was so excited it felt like I was having a slumber party but that feeling of not having a home that was waiting for me when I got back was just terrifying terrifying and I let myself sit with those emotions and you know, about a week later, because at that point, you guys, I had no clue that I was going to drive across the country. It wasn't on the agenda. I didn't know what was on the agenda. I just knew that I was going to be mobile and that I was probably going to do some traveling, but I didn't know where. I was sitting on Aaron Jasper's couch a week later and it hit me. Oh my gosh, I want to see the East Coast in the fall. I want to see the leaves change. And at that time, I was like kind of romanticizing this idea of getting my master's. And so all of these ideas started percolating and you have to imagine too, I mean, I'm primed and ready for a trip. All of my belongings are tucked neatly away. I am in this really adventurous mobile position where I can take off and go anywhere I want. And it was the most liberating feeling to wake up and tell Aaron, I'm going to leave for the East Coast on Tuesday. And I did. I literally did. I went home to my parents house and I was sitting on the living room floor as I was like packing up my belongings getting ready to go and I decided that I was going to get a head start and so that Monday evening I was like rushing to get everything packed and I was sitting on the floor and my mom's helping me pack right and at that point we didn't know that I was really going to live in Boston I had no idea where I was going I just knew I was going to drive and I'm rushing to get ready. And we didn't know that it was going to be like the last time that I called California home, at least for the foreseeable future, right? And um, that night I left around 9 p.m. And I got on the road. And oh my gosh, my whole body was in chills. I was so anxious. I was afraid. I remember thinking to myself, what the fuck are you doing, Anna? what are you doing? This is crazy. Excuse my French, but that's really how I felt. And by the time I got to Reno, 
it was Monday night, 2 a.m., checked into this weird casino. It was like the only thing I could find that was just like convenient enough and cheap enough for it to make sense, right? And I'm like checking in and I'm like, oh my God, just alarms are going off. Like who in their right mind picks up and leaves like this? For what? And for what, right? For what? Why am I doing this? Can't can't explain it to anyone except my intuition is telling me to do it. So I remember sending a text to my mom. I said, do you think it's too late to turn around? And I slept on it. The next morning I woke up and I had made up my mind. I was like, okay, I am going to go home. It's okay. I have to just honor this. This is what I want. I've got to do it even though I've already told everyone I'm about to do this trip. Whatever. I don't care at this point. I know I need to turn around. It's the smart thing to do. It's the wise thing to do. That's what I kept telling myself. And I called my mom the next morning and I told her that I was coming home and she said, she paused for a while and then she said, you know, Anna, you are more than welcome to come home. You have that option always available to you, but I don't think that's what you really want. And I had to just let that sit for a second before I even knew how to respond. She asked me what I really wanted and she asked me what I would gain from coming home and I couldn't come up with a good answer except I just felt like that's what I should do. It's what the status quo said I should do. Be responsible. Take care of my responsibilities. Don't throw caution to the wind. Stay home. Play it safe. And what my mom was asking me to do was follow my gut, was follow my intuition. And I swear, had it not been for that conversation that I had with my mom, I would have turned around. It was so eye-opening and incredibly important that I listened to my gut. And my mom helped me and reminded me of that. I'm so thankful for her because she really opened my eyes. She told me, you know, at least get to, at least get to Denver, at least get to Denver. And so I said, okay, I got on the road and I made it to Denver. And oh my gosh, by the time I was about eight hours in the next day, I was so nestled into the drive and the road and being on my own. And it was so apparent to me that this was the right thing to do. And I am just so thankful I listened to that gut feeling. I went to Denver. I went to Chicago. I went to Vermont, um, New York, not New York City, but um, I was in Buffalo for the night. And, you know, it's funny. It really did not feel like a vacation by any means. It felt like a pilgrimage. It felt like I was driving somewhere. Like I was trying to get to something. And now looking back, I can see that my heart and my my gut and my intuition was pulling me to this city, was pulling me to this new life. And by the time I did get to Chicago on my road trip, I had this weird night where I finally realized, like it clicked for me that I wasn't turning around. Like I don't, I don't even know what came over me, but I was going to bed And I just realized that my new life was waiting for me on the other side of Chicago and I had to keep driving. 
And it made me feel very melancholy because on one hand I was just ecstatic, right? Ecstatic, just so exhilarated. And I felt like I had come alive on this trip. Like I was tapping into this wildly creative, inspired sense of self. And yet on the other hand, I was grieving. I was sad. I was at a loss for my old life and for my old routine and for my old way of living and being. And it's like this this weird place to find yourself in where you look at the crossroads that you're at and you look at one way and you look at the other way and one way's hard and one way's familiar and one way you know what's for you on that path. But the second way is new. It's not familiar. It's uncharted territory and it's just as hard. But there's there's possibility. There's the possibility of something greater. And both ways are hard. Both paths are hard. And it's like you have to ask yourself, what is better? Do I want familiar and and tried? Or do I want new, unforeseen possibilities? And I ultimately picked the new, unforeseen possibilities. By the time I drove into Boston, I think it was was late October, And I was just immediately mesmerized just with these beautiful old buildings and these streets and the history. And, you know, I'm I'm experiencing this city in a time that's very unique and different and, um, you know, not normal, in quote. So my, my experience of Boston is probably, you know, I don't want to say it's not. I don't know how to say it, but it's not like it's it's a bad thing. I think I get to to really experience the spirit of a city when things are hard, when life isn't easy, and it's it's a fascinating time to have seen the country. And you know, I would say like as this this trip has progressed, and now I've had time, the dust has settled. I've been living here for about three months now. I'm looking back at all of this in hindsight and oh the way that I came alive I think just shows how absolutely important it is to be relentless in your pursuit of what you know to be true for you. It is so incredibly important that you listen to your gut, that you listen to your intuition, that you allow yourself to be led by your inner knowing. Because what waits for you on the other side is absolutely incredible. And that's what I've realized through this whole thing. You know, I, I see, you know, I've gained this, this audience on TikTok. You know, about 30,000 people have followed me since I started this trip. And I don't measure my success by followers, but I do find it fascinating that this trip allowed me to continue building my business. It, it helped the business flourish in a time that has been very difficult for business owners. And I think that is telling of how the universe rewards us when we go in the way that we're supposed to, our way, the way that we know to be true for us. Um, I'm also, you know, I've landed one of the biggest brand deals of my career working with car workplaces. Um, just absolutely what a gift, right? You know, Michelle, who 
works on in their marketing department found me online and started following me and saw some of my content and I can't tell you like what a good fit it is like her and I just jive so well together we have so many ideas car workplaces is actually an official sponsor of the personal branding podcast which just like seriously could not ask for a better sponsor such a cool company to be working with and it really is just an amazing place to continue building this business. But had I not gone on this trip, none of this would be here. None of this would be happening right now. I wouldn't be sitting talking with you in my new office in the financial district, downtown Boston, with an official professional podcasting studio and just this whole new life. Again, I don't say these things because I want to brag or any of that. I say these things because I feel like I'm on fire right now and I want to give you insight. I want to give you, you know, a look behind the curtain. Like this all came, this all came from being relentless in my pursuit to go my own way and to follow my gut and to listen to my intuition. And I know at this point it might sound like a broken record, but I think if you are someone who wants to access that in themselves, like the first thing you can do is start getting curious. The first thing you can do is start getting curious about your life and why you do things a certain way. Who's in your life? Take inventory of what your day looks like and what feels in alignment with who you are and what does not feel in alignment, what compromises your values. Get curious because what you find will be absolutely incredible. It will cause you to feel uncomfortable. It will cause you to feel friction and work through that friction. Feel it. Feel the resistance because you have to get so aware that you can no longer withstand the discomfort that you have to make a change. And that's what ultimately leads people to make changes in their lives, right? But the first step is awareness. And if there's anything, <laughs> there's any trait that is absolutely invaluable as an entrepreneur or anyone who is going their own way, it is self-awareness. Self-awareness. So important. So that is kind of where I'm at today. I, you know, I didn't really finish telling you the story, but the story was when I got to Boston, I knew I was going to live here within like a day. And I ended up finding this awesome studio on in Beacon Hill and have just nestled into this new life just so well. And I'm just excited that I get to be here talking with you. And what does this have to do with the podcast? Well, I am the host of this podcast. And <laughs> my life influences the way that this podcast is produced and the way that I go about bringing people on the podcast and the topics we discuss. And I want to let you know this is where I'm at in my life. And I'm excited to have you here with me. Um, I think that the people I bring on you're going to find to be extremely smart and thoughtful and intentional with how they live their life. And my, my honest to God hope is that we can just share stories that help you think differently about yourself and that give you the courage and empower you to make decisions that are aligned with your highest and most truest self. 
And that is what I hope you find in this season two of the Personal Branding Podcast.